Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, 20 something and clueless. So on this podcast, you will be hearing all about the journeys of driven 20 something year olds and a few elders also. I believe that we can all feel a little clueless at any age. So this podcast isn't just for the 20 somethings, it's for everyone. And I'm here chatting, talking to people, hoping to inspire you and motivate you and make you laugh. I am a dancer, I am a singer, I am a budding life coach. I'm in training at the moment to become a certified life coach. I know, how exciting. I am also a YouTuber, influencer, content creator, and an entrepreneur. And I am here to help you. Thank you for tuning in today. You're investing in yourself and feeding that mind. So you should be proud of yourself. Well done for showing up. I hope you enjoy this episode. Make sure you stick around till the end. Enjoy. That's me. If you love what you do, just keep doing it. The joy you can get from playing an instrument and the joy you then that person can give others is beautiful. Yeah, getting into your 30s and growing older is the most awesome thing I've found. So we have a very special guest on today's episode. We have my big brother, Dario, also known as Younger. He is a musician. He is a producer. He is an artist. He does everything. His hit song, Out of My System, has over 37 million streams on Spotify. He has toured all over the world with his music. He is bloody amazing. He is talented and he is also my big bro. So proud of him. He also produced my debut EP, Sunflower. So if you haven't gone to check that out, go check that out. As well as being super talented, he is also the most beautiful soul. He is so kind and selfless and a great human being. He has a lot of knowledge for everyone. So I'm very excited about this episode. Welcome, big bro. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, hi, Dario. Oh, this is my brother, everyone. What the hell? Hi, Savvy D. So really quickly, I'm boiling. And because I've just been jumping up and down because I've been writing a tune called Boy from Manchester. Oh, he's sick. Yeah, in that sick title. Nice. I'm just a boy from Manchester. It's like a country and western dance tune. It's a knee slapper. Oh, Oh, nice. And I don't like football and I don't play cricket. Hey, and I don't like hip hop. And hey! I don't play reggae. I don't hey! like Oasis. I don't play P Diddy. I don't hey! want to get wasted. I don't want you. Pity, pity. Wow. You've really been yeah. really creative it, during this lockdown. Yeah, I'm buzzing right now. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm flying on creativity endorphins. right now. Endorphins. You've been releasing endorphins. Yeah, I have. I have. Yeah. It feels great. But I'm really oh, happy. happy for you. Can't wait to hear that tune. How are you today? I'm I'm good. I'm all right. Started my day with a walk on the beach at 7.30. Oh, love it. I'm an early riser now, Daria. Can oh, you believe it? It's the one. When you realise how much more of the day you have. Dario, <sighs> I can't believe I used to get up like 11 Disgusting. and 10 and noon. Disgusting. Ilana and Ilsa right now. Disgusting. Our little sisters. <laughs> They like get up at like Texas like half twelve and we're like, ew. Oh, <laughs> like I've done this, this, that, yeah. that. I I rose when the sun rose. Yep. Deep. Yep. But that's um, but that used to be us. That used to be us waking up at half twelve, man. 
in Sweden, we'd wake you up. You'd be asleep yes. upstairs. Yes. But man, when you wake up at half seven, when the sun comes up and you get out and up, oh, it's a beautiful feeling. It's actually the most beautiful feeling. I woke up, my alarm was set for 6 a.m. today. Mm. Got out of bed, set off at 6.30, went to boxing, got my exercise done, came back. And I was like, yeah, came back, had some porridge. And I said, I have the whole day. How beautiful is that? Boom. (laughs) I got home. Boom. Yeah, back from the beach at like half nine. I was like, sick. Sick. I can now accomplish (laughs) so many things. And I just basically sat there with my sausage dog and watched the Coldplay documentary for two hours. Because like, you can. Because I can. Because you. Yeah. <laughs> and guess what? You don't feel bad about it. No. Because you didn't wake up at noon. Yeah. Because when that. So you got like, oh, quick shit. Oh, yeah. fuck. When that finished, it was half 11. And I was like, I still got my day. <laughs> I still got my. So I went upstairs and I was like, um, you know what? It, Coldplay really inspired me, that documentary. It's on Sky. Head full yeah. of, head full of star, uh, dreams or something. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, man. The main thing I got from it was like, if you love what you do, just keep doing it, you know? And if, if, you, wow. if you feel good whilst making it, it's bound to make someone else feel good. Oh, I really like that. Yeah, and I, cause Chris Myers a G, and he's been through some shit, man. And I feel for him. The other three guys are kind of chilling. He's been in the limelight. And for some reason, a couple of years ago, everyone just decided to hate Coldplay. To be a Coldplay fan was like boo-booed, really? wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. They went from so like Coldplay's this new cool band in England to like, ooh, Coldplay. But they make bangers. They make amazing songs. And I, I, I've always loved them, but just watching them, it was like, ah, oh, these guys are in the industry. They're just making good music. They've been through shit. They're through shit and they're just, they're just having fun. And when you see them on stage, he's jumping around and there's confetti and there's colors and there's people smiling. You're like, ah. It's, oh, wow. It's beautiful. So that's why I went upstairs, worked on that track, and I was just jumping up and down, being like, this makes me feel good, so it's going to make someone feel good. Yes, absolutely, and that inspired you, watching that documentary, and you had the time to do it because you rose early. Because I rose early. Thank you. And played football on the beach with If there's something you can take away from this podcast, set your alarm early tomorrow. You will feel amazing. Because you know what? Some days it goes off at half seven and me and my girlfriend, we go, nah, we just cuddle and we just, we do another hour in bed. Because that's, but then other days when you just wake up, I don't, I can't explain it. You just wake up be like, I want to get out of bed now. Yeah. You got to take those moments, but it's really important to not make you feel, self feel guilty if you don't. Very, very true. And listen to your body. In it. Your body's telling you yes. that it wants more sleep. Sometimes your body goes, nah, I'm ready now. Let's go. What's for breakfast? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Like yesterday, I was not the one for waking up at six. Mm. And I, I had it set to, to wake up at six. And I was like, come on, I have to do it or I'll feel bad. But no, I was really like, my body wasn't feeling right. Yeah. Like, And I just had to listen to that. But, for, but today, jumped out of bed at six. Was Boom. ready. I'm ready. <sighs> so ready. Question, what, so, did you have yeah, on, what did you have on your porridge? Oh, so I had um, almond milk. In my- <laughs> I love talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so I had almond milk with my porridge. I had almonds on the top. I had um, bananas. I had a bit of dark chocolate, which melted really nicely oh. into the porridge. Oh my gosh! Oh. Um, and then I had frozen cherries. Mm. And um, yeah, that's it. That's legit. We have porridge as well. It's legit, man. It's a porridge. I love porridge. We, we put like loads of seeds in it, pumpkin seeds and like sesame, like bear seeds in there. Oh, I have ch- chia seeds Chia as well. seeds, chia seeds, that's the one. Yeah, 
um, almond milk, uh, and then peanut butter. Oh, yeah, I get peanut butter in there as well. Forgot about that. Oh, the peanut butter spring. Oh, you are kidding me. You know what I mean? It's just so good. I don't add any sugar. Do you add sugar? No, I don't. No, we don't. Also, banana and peanut butter and blueberries, if you got them, is amazing. You know what I really like is um, frozen blueberries and frozen raspberries on top of the porridge. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think we're going to get a lot of that today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's my good. It's my my endorphins coming out of me just sporadically. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) It's like endorphin Tourette's. I love that. I love that. Um, wait, before we get started, actually, yes. Dario is obviously not in his 20s. Can we just say? Oh, shit. Is this supposed to be for people in their 20s? <laughs> no, no, no. So it's obviously 20 something and clueless. Oh. And I remember Dario said in the family group chat, he was like, Why have I not been asked to be yeah. on the podcast? I said, First of all, you're Rude. not in your 20s, so shut your face. True. Second of all, I actually think that you have a lot of knowledge to tell us 20 year olds. Oh. And. To be honest, the podcast isn't just for 20 year, twenty something year olds. I would say that everyone can get a little bit clueless in their life. So oh, yeah. it's not just for like 20 something and clueless, you know. So Definitely. you can be in your 30s and a bit clueless. You can be in your teens and getting ready to go into your 20s. I think this podcast is for everyone. But I just thought I wanted to get my bro on here. How old are you? Firstly... I was twenty. I was in my twenties only bloody two years ago. So slow your roll. Uh, that's lot. That's far. Slow that your roll. <laughs> slow your roll. Actually, I'm gonna be thirty-two in two days. Thirty-two. Oh my gosh! It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Two days. Dario. Two days. Two days. Two days. I'm gonna be thirty-two. Oh, that's so exciting! And you're in your little cottage I love by it. the beach. Getting oh, into your thirties is, yeah. Getting into your thirties and growing older is the most awesome thing I've found. You know what? I've heard that a lot. You know, maybe there's like a stop-off point Why? when it stops being awesome, awesome like forty or fifty or sixty. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it just yeah. continuously gets more awesome. But as I'm getting older, I'm like, damn, my twenties. I was an idiot. <laughs> I was an idiot in my twenties. Now I'm, but now I'll get into my forties and I'll go, I was an idiot in my thirties. Yeah, I wonder if you look back at your 30s and you think, what the hell? Yeah. But it's fun. But no, it's fun. I think you're like more self-aware and like you, when you hit your 30s, you're like, mm. whoa. Right, like it's you're true. you're just on it... this zen. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I really like do feel like... you to a... love your, the body that you're in. Because mm-hmm. 20s, oh. I feel like you're in such a denial and you're like, oh, I don't want to be that. Oh, I don't want to be that. Oh, who am I? Like you're kind of on this like roller coaster and then 30s oh. hit and you're like... Yeah. Yeah, 100%. When I got 30, I was like, because I had like, I had some like self-confidence issues with my body and I was always a bit skinny and I was always like, oh, why, why don't I work out, get my arms a bit buff or get my chest, a, yeah. oh, my, head, my, my chest is a bit hairy. Now I'm like, my hairy chest is sweet, yo. I love it. It's beautiful. <laughs> I, I stroke it every day and I'm like, I love you, hairy chest. Thank you so much. Yeah, and you... You're like, you just thrive in your body. And it's yeah. like, that would have affected you back in your 20s. But now oh. it's like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. No one. Nobody. And you think that people do, but they really don't. It's just you. It's just you. 
Honestly, honestly, I still go through phases where I'm like, oh, I hate this, I hate this. But yeah. back back when I was a teen, I used to hate it even more. And now mm. I'm like, actually, I love it. Like my big forehead doesn't bother me anymore. Like, but back then I would cover it all the time with a fringe. Yeah. And that yeah. teenager would be so insecure of her big forehead. But now mm. look at my forehead. I look fucking at it. love head. it. <laughs> I've got a five head too. Mine comes, mine comes out as well. Mine goes around and it comes out a bit. Yeah, my shit's crazy. I used to try and hide it when I was in my early time. I used to hate going to photo shoots and there'd be an overhead light because you'd be able to see the oh, shade shit. between my my thing here. And anything I'd look back on, I go, oh man, look at my forehead, man. That's no cool, man. Now I'm like, yo, man, if you got an overhead light, I want to see that shade. We got that from dad, man. Dad has a big fault. I know, I know. Bless him. Love it. Thanks, dad. Thanks, Thanks dad. Pops. We love you. Okay, well, that was a nice little chat. I haven't even gotten into the flipping questions. I know. We've love got, it. me and Ash call it badminton. So just really quickly, when me and Ash haven't yeah. seen each other for ages, um, yeah. if, we go, if we have like a studio session or anything we've got to do, we have to block an hour before that thing because we will just go and we, and we call it playing badminton because when we go to play badminton, we just stand smacking the shuttlecock at each other, just chatting, just like, yeah, man, and I'm going to do yes. this. And then after that, you can go into whatever you're going to do, basically. You are so right. That is a very good idea. Yeah. Go play badminton. Book out. Yeah, play badminton. Book, the book court. out an hour before you want to start doing the actual shit because yeah. you, you're going to talk. Yeah. We should have started yeah. this at half five, basically. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, well, we're here now. What time it is for you, but we're, di we're in different time zones, but whatever. Um, we're in the same time zones. Okay. Fam. Wales is the same yep. time. No, my God, you're not in England. Whoa. My brother forgot that I was in New York. Whoa. You're in New York right now. That's deep. I you genuinely are forgot. funny. I just forgot. I that. know. He forgot that was in New York. That's really funny. Okay, let's right. start at the very beginning. Let's start at the very beginning. Very Ooh. good place to start. Is that a real song? Okay. No, 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 no. Please stop. Is that a real song? Oh my God. <laughs> what song is that? You. Musicals, you don't love oh, musicals, no, I'm not, do you? I'm not a musical. Not. What is it, like Billy Elliot some shit? S sound, sound of music, it's all right. Dad definitely made us watch Sound of Music 25,000 oh. times, so I don't know what the flip, yeah, dad, flip, flip, you're, you're... Dad would disown me if he knew I didn't know that song. For sure, well, let's I'm cut that. Send him this episode. Let's cut that part out. No, 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 no. Okay, so, Younger. Mm. What age did you start playing the drums? The drums. I was like, uh, I'm going to go with 10. I'm going to go with 10. Te wow. Because I, I, I love basketball and dad forced me and Ash to go into piano lessons. So we always had piano mm -hmm. lessons when we early, early from like, I think it was like nine. I used to hate the teacher as well. I used to cry outside the house because Ash used to go in first and I'd be outside her door in the living room. She's like, I don't want to do piano lessons. It smells in here. And then Stop. I'd have to go and do 30 minutes and then, but I'm glad I did it because it, you know, laid the foundations down for everything else. So then that was already there. And then I think when I went on tour with dad, I used to sit on the stage backstage and Tony the Tiger, his left-handed drummer, dad used to let me sit behind the drums at soundcheck. And I just oh remember, gosh. yeah, being like, it's so loud and it's so fun and, and there's so much energy coming from the drum kit. And I just fell in love with it from that. 
And then out my si- uh, out of my system. Um, <laughs> oh, what a night! He used to let me go on the drum kit um, after sound check. Chris Chris uh, Taggart, Chris Taggart, I think the drummer was, and he he teach me the the basic rudimentals on the beat. And I used to sit down there, and I just remember seeing this huge drum kit and just being like, "This is the most awesome thing I've ever seen." And then, yeah, Dad got me a, an electric drum kit when I was eleven. So I must have, the fascination must have started a little bit before that because I remember 11 was the age of the electric drum kit. I love that story. Mm. Wow. So you actually was like there on stage, like experiencing the, the drummer. Uh, on yeah. What night. And the power, you know, when you sit next to a drum kit, the power that if, if you, especially if there's a drummer laying in some of those disco yeah. grooves, I, I, I just remember feeling just this, this awe around, around the instrument. And also I always wonder, if dad wasn't dad, would mm-hmm. I have got into the drums? Would I have been exposed? Would I have just seen maybe a video of a drum and been like, that's cool? Or or was I lucky enough to be exposed to be able to go to a sound check, you know, at 10, at 10 exactly. years old? I think it's really I, amazing to think that. I always think that because obviously we were just exposed to it at a young age. Like even me going to watch I Want a Night and seeing all the dancers and being exactly. like, oh my God, that's what I want to do. Mm. And then being in Thriller, like would I have really would that mm. have been our paths mm. you know it? it's very interesting isn't it so interesting so interesting I love that. it's so interesting um mm. so you learned so did you learn the drums first or was it the piano did you fall in love with the piano over the drums or did you fall in love with the drums over the piano like what was your favorite favorite was drums technically technically i started learning piano first and then i became fascinated okay. with drums and then when i went to secondary school when i was 11 onwards I had every week I had a piano lesson and a drum lesson. And I had okay. that every week for seven years. Six, no, six years, six years. Wow. Yeah, year seven, eight, nine, ten, and eleven. Five years. So I used to love those drum lessons. I, used, there was a, I can still picture the drum. I can still smell the drum room going in there. It was like a half That's an hour crazy. thing. And also I've got to brag a little bit. There was one time in year 10 or year nine, I, uh, the drum teacher... By year nine, I was pretty sick on the drums. And the drum teacher was like, I'm going to have to call my friend who's a better drummer than me because I can't teach you anymore. <laughs> I was like, sick. No, you're joking. I bet that went to your <laughs> head, boy. <laughs> Loved it. But I was just, I, I was just, it was something that just came really naturally to me. I don't know what it was about it, but yeah, the drums and me, we got a thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so if someone wanted to learn like the drums tomorrow and they were like, you know what, that's my goal. I want yeah. to learn the drums tomorrow. What tip would you give them? Well, well, it's way different now with YouTube because, man, you can pull up you can pull up any lesson you want on YouTube. True. I had a VHS that mum bought me for Christmas of this guy called Steve Gadd and I, I wore it. So I, I listened, watched it so much that it just went to static. I couldn't watch anymore. But um, just watch loads of drummers. First, mm-hmm. watch what they do. Watch and now YouTube's so good. You can like watch tutorials on on how you do everything. the kick drum, everything. Yeah, so yeah. definitely watch as much stuff as possible. Um, and if you're lucky enough to have a space that you can have a drum kit, obviously get a drum kit and just start practicing, man. But electric kits are good because it's quite daunting on a real kit. Because it's so loud, and if you're a bit shit, it's a bit off-putting. Do you know what I mean? Right. With an electric yeah. kit, you can kind of sound good quicker with less intricate yes. mistakes. So I'd get a basic setup of like a hi-hat snare kick, just practice laying down a groove. And then when you're feeling good, upgrade. Sick. 
Drums are sick. I love drums, watching yeah. drums. Drums I love are watching sick. on the drums. Like, sick. Yeah. yeah, it's great. It's great. Love that. Love that. Do you do you suggest like learning an instrument like from young? Like, did that? Do you think that helped you? I, re- like, I yeah. honestly, I think that's one regret of mine. Just quitting piano <laughs> when I was young. Like, why didn't I just fucking stick it out? Oh, do you know no. what I mean? Yeah, I think, I think I had Ash, so we played on each other. So if one wanted to quit, the other one would be like, no, man. So, but you were just like, True. nah. And then, yeah, I was like, nah, just <laughs> wanted to dance. <laughs> That's really, cool though. Savannah should have stuck it out. Well, yeah, maybe. But then if you, maybe if you didn't focus on dance so much, you wouldn't be where you are now. Anyway, I think You're right. learning young for sure. If you see that your kid or, or anyone has got some kind of knack for an instrument, I'd say feed it. Feed that. Okay. Feed that thing because the joy you can get from playing an instrument and the joy you then that person can give others is beautiful. Wow. You know what I mean? It's beautiful, yeah. But I oh. think I think if you learn too late, there's never too late to learn, you know, obviously, but mm-hmm. when you're a kid, your brain's just a sponge, isn't it? Exactly. So and I feel like with adulthood, there's just so much that comes in and it's like, yeah. oh, I don't have time to play the yeah. guitar. I don't have time to put that time towards playing an instrument. Also, on top of time, you've got self-consciousness, right? So You're right. When you... You, when you become a bit older you then go is it cool to play guitar is it cool to play drums is it uh should i be going to that party on friday night or should i yes. or at lunchtime should i be hanging out with the cool guys or should i be in the practice room but because i knew drums early and i'd, I'd already felt what it could do to, for me at lunchtime yeah. there was no question i was in the music room friday night there was no question i was gigging uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if I was yeah. learning and I was a bit shit and I was a bit like, oh, this is tough, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to go to the party. Oh, fuck. You know what I mean? Much easier yeah, to drop so it. right. Yes. So I'd say start early. Definitely. Wow. That's, yeah, that's re- very important, actually. However, Jeez. if you're, yeah, if you're in your 20s right now wanting to learn, don't let that de- demotivate you because... Mm. Because you can Because if it's something that you've always wanted to do, it's on that goals list. Because an instrument, to learn an instrument is is still on my goals list. Mm. Like I need to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what it is, I think it's either going to be guitar, piano, ukulele maybe. Mm. Um, but I just want to learn it, you know? Yes. So it's going to fucking happen. It's going to happen. I think if you've got, you got the desire to do it, you'll make it happen. And it'll happen quicker. Exactly. Exactly. Also, talking about This Is Us. Sorry, oh. I just need to bring it up. We weren't, we weren't um, talking about... You're like, oh, by the way, talking about This Is Us. We weren't talking about This Is Us. You just brought it up. <laughs> no, but I actually had it in the back of my head because you... When you said, <laughs> no one's talking about This Is Us. When you said... When you said... No one's talking about This Is Us, Fanny. You've just always got it in your head. <sighs> no, when you said something about um, if you see your child like... Mm. Um, have the desire to learn an instrument. There's something coming up. I won't spoil it for you. It's uh, so. Where are you up to? I watched the first three episodes in one night, and I probably cried 19 times. No, stop on the first three episodes as well. You have not even hit anything yet. I, I cry at any. I cried at the Disney advert when they told their kids they're going to Disney. I was like, oh. no. oh, Dad, I just love it. That. I just love a good cry, man. It feels good to be crying sometimes. You wait. You wait. So where what a, are you up to now? You're just so, on episode three. Episode five, I think. So I read the bloody group WhatsApp. You, you. No, you didn't. No, jingle, you didn't. Jingle lots. I read it. I read it before I watched the episode where it happened. So I wasn't too annoyed. Oh, okay. Okay. I nearly cursed you all say, out. Dario, don't read. Dario, don't read. Dario, don't read. <laughs> Huge spoiler. That's Ilsa for you, man. 
I know. Basically, we've got a family group chat and definitely Ilsa, our little sis, spoiled This Is Us. Oh and gosh. we were like, Dario, don't read it. Dario, don't read it. But Dario saw it. I, I so it. the spoilers yeah. are just the worst, the worst. But it's an amazing show. I think acting's great and the emotion's great. And there's like times where some of the shots and the outside shots are like, could be a cheesy American sitcom. But then okay. it's just not. It's just so much more classy and so much so much depth to it. I, don't, I think it Thank must be the you. actors and the script writing. You can't deny mm-hmm. it. I, I, I re- tried really hard to not like it. You thought it was going to be a cheesy <laughs> sitcom. And I, I said, did. no, Dario, give it a go. <laughs> I wonder what it is. Maybe it's <laughs> Look the, at you. Maybe it's the combo. Maybe it's the combo. Acting, the writing, the directing. Yeah. When they just get it right. Yeah. I just think it's so relatable, so realistic. You see so many different stories happening with different relationships mm. and how the kids are growing up and the, the parents. It's just so great. I just, honestly, it's so wholesome. It's really good. I remember seeing Dad and Eva watching it every night and I was like, I'm not watching that shit, man. I'm never watching that shit. Yeah, yeah, now look at you. I'm hooked. Everyone, I- if you haven't watched This Is Us, go watch This Is Us. You'll thank us. Thank All you. I'm thinking about right now is the next episode. Not even this podcast. Yeah, maybe. yeah. He's not even in the moment. He's not in the moment. No, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Present. I'm in here. He's in. He's in. He's present. Okay. So, who inspires you in the music industry? Wow. Big. <laughs> here we go. There we go. That's who, it. Who inspires, who inspires you? It? Dead and dead or alive. Dead or alive. Yeah. Well, Sorry, of course. Um, of course, Dad. Oh, of course, Dad. And then, you know, I was thinking this recently. One of my favorite bands is the Savannah. Uh, Savannah Band, right? And I obviously know, I know dad's creation, uh, uh, creativity. I've been in the studio with him. I understand him. But there's this whole other side of the music, which which is by Stoney Browder Jr. And I would just love to spend a day on the piano with him. Do you know what I mean? Just just to ask him, oh, what chord would you go after that F major? And how would you augment that and get back to the root? Just to pick his brains on that, because I picked Dad's brains for other things, but I feel like Stoney was like a real arranger, and music, music, music man, and I'm because mm-hmm. Dad's always been words and literature and poetry and obviously music as well, but yeah. words are his thing, and my thing is really music. So when I hear the music of Savannah Band, I'm like, well, how did you do that? And I would just wow. love, I would just love to hear, or talk to him about any any of that. Um, um, Pharrell has been a huge inspiration. What a G. Just constantly. What a G. Constantly. He's, he's consistent. That's what he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. And obviously Simply Red. And he... And who? Simply Red. Simply Red. Greatest band of all time. Amazing. Amazing. Greatest band of all time. Um, um, I, didn't, didn't you meet Pharrell? I met Pharrell in New York. I'd had like seven old fashions. I couldn't walk in a straight line. But I was like, I was stood there with my manager and my A&R at the time. And he was behind, he was where that carpet is now. I'm here. He was there or getting in his waiting for his limo. And I turned to my manager and they both had their heads down and they were like, Pharrell's there. And I was like, no, he's not. They're like, what where? He's like, behind you, bro. And I was like, fuck it. I'm doing it. And I just turned around and I went, bro. And he's like, hey man. And I was like, I I'm kind of drunk, but I just gotta tell you. You are one of the biggest inspirations to me. And I just want to thank you for all your creations. You're an absolute G. And he goes, right on, man. I appreciate that shit, man. Right on. Shakes my hand. And he goes back to, I just walk back to Jesse. I'm like. <sighs> no, I've got Hold- goosebumps. I've got goosebumps. And then 
And then when his limo comes, he taps and me then, on the shoulder and he goes, hey, bro, have a good night, dude. And I was like, yeah, you too, bro. No. No. <laughs> yes. See, if you hadn't have got a little bit tipsy that night, would you have really I gone to Pharrell? Everything happens for a reason. I know. I know. I wouldn't. I don't think I would have. But it was a beautiful moment. I just remember how, how beautiful and manly his hands were. Oh, my God. You saw him. <laughs> In person, like you were yeah. up front. He looked, he looked awesome too, man. He looked like he had his shit together. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was in... I wonder where he was going in that living. He was in Ludlow House. Have you been there yet? No. Ludlow House, New York. It's a, it's like a Shoreditch, a Soho House branch. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Bouge. That's, that's so great. Oh, it was a beautiful moment. That. It was a beautiful moment. And that he was one of your inspirations as well. Like who, like Pharrell, come on, behind you yeah. at that yeah. exact moment. Crazy. And... And also the fact that he, you know, he tapped me on. He wasn't like, this guy's annoying. Fuck off. He was like, oh, yeah. he, I was a cool chat. I think I told him I was a musician. I think, yeah, I said like, I was signed to Island Records and I'm making music and I'm trying to do my thing. And I'm just letting you know that you've been a huge inspiration. Like, oh, right on, man. Thank you. If I'd got, I love if, that story. If I'd got out my phone, got my Pharrell bootleg up. Hey, dude, watch this. Watch this. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't have appreciated it as much. Yeah, but, like it's in the approach that yeah, really matters. That's what I really wanted to do. I was like, watch this, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can, can I just show you? Can I show you my bootleg? <sighs> no, but maybe you would have appreciated it. Who knows? I know. Uh, two more old fashions than I would have done that, I think. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, that just reminds me of like the old New York. Like, it's definitely not like, like I wouldn't see Pharrell on the streets right now. Do you know? What oh, I mean? yeah, of course. Of course. Oh, weird. Thanks for, thanks for reminding me. Never mind. Um, sorry. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. You know what band reminds me of you and Ash so much? Incubus. Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Red Hot Chili Peppers. I was going to oh say that in the Oh, my gosh. When we were, we were on holiday and Dario and Ash would just be banging out Red Hot Chili Peppers, that, that, those, those songs just bring me back. To By the songs. way, I tried yes! to say I'd be there. <laughs> waiting for... Waiting for... It's the tunes, man. Tunes. Wow. Well, you, you, you know how music can take you back? Like, that literally yeah. takes me back. Do you know which holiday it was? We, it was the Monte Carlo. This uh, sounds so bougie. But it was the Monte Carlo holiday yeah. by the pool. And Ash had just bought that album. And we rinsed, by the way, so much. You rinsed it. Like, I remember hearing that song over and yeah. over and over again. But that bring, that takes me back. Yeah. Like, wow. In that, music's amazing. It can do that. But... Ch- I mean, Chili Peppers. When I was in the first bands with my brother, and we had a, we were in a tribute band up for the cover for the Chili Peppers. Every song we had, it was like, what would Kiedis do? What would what would Chad Smith? I used to watch Chad Smith do drumming things and just study how he laid into the hi hat and just like that's fucking hilarious. Ah, oh, I I did. Love, I still love them. They're amazing. Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's funny. Yeah. And every time anyone would bring up Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think Dario and Ash. Really. That's funny. Yeah, but it's funny. I like forever, that. forever, forever. That will be forever. I like that music, man. Music, I like that too. Mm. Um, okay, the pros and the cons. Let's talk about the pros and the cons. The music industry. What do you love about it? Oh. What do you hate about it? Oh Jesus, the music industry. The music industry. Let's dive deep. <sighs> okay. Be truthful. We spill the tea on this podcast. Spill the tea. I haven't got any tea left. By the way, I'm on decaf tea at the moment. I'm having a decaf break. I'm having a caffeine oh. break. Oh, congratulations. I'm definitely not. I'm eating. I'm having that green tea matcha latte. Oh, sick. Yeah. Sick. I just thought, shit, I have like three coffees a day. That's a lot of caffeine. 
Oh, jeez, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm just kind of, anyway, um, <laughs> so I would, I'm just going to start with cartons is... I think artists, well, I'm just going to speak for myself, but we trust okay. in them too much. Okay. We put our trust in these A&R guys and these, these record label managers to say, this is the song and this is what we've got to do and take out the hi-hat and can we put a Spanish verse in and can, we, can, you, can you shorten the intro? And at the end of the day, they're just human beings trying to get on with their life and it's just an opinion. Music's opinions, right? Mm-hmm. And the more you trust in other people the more you forget what you like um because when it goes wrong you start blaming other people but you you should only be able to blame yourself you should be like oh, okay that was my decision because the worst feeling is when you trust in someone and something doesn't do what it should have done it's going to be a hit it's going to be a hit and it's not you know like, fucking told you it's like well why did you do it then you know yeah. and it's at the end of the day it's your decision right. um but I think it's very easy to trust these these label execs and these A and Rs and A and Rs are just they're just dudes they're just dudes who are trying to and girls who are just trying to please their boss they're trying to get a raise they're trying to make good music they're trying to yeah. but their opinions their opinion and I think an artist going into a label you've got to be really strong headed and go I would almost say have your album ready before you enter any kind of record label or record deal unless you need a label to hook you up with songwriters, producers. But nowadays, I feel like it's way more like people are just doing it themselves. And yeah. I would say, have your shit together before you let any opinions in, unless it's your mum's opinion. It's like, soon as you start listening to opinions, if you haven't got that exactly what you know, if you're gone, you'll, if you pick out one thread, the whole thing just goes. Yeah. And that started happening to me and I was like, what do I even like anymore? I was like, I don't even know what I want to do anymore. And I listen back to old tunes and I'm like, why did I release that? And I listen to my iTunes and I'm like, why didn't I release that? That's such a cool track. Mm-hmm. So, but I've only got myself to blame and I've got to remember that. It's so easy to go, yeah, it's the label's fault, it's my manager's fault. No, dude, <laughs> it's your own fault because it's, <laughs> you're in control of your mm-hmm. destiny. So I would say that is a... Uh, <laughs> A con is okay. uh, putting too much trust. But then if you find the right label, there are so many amazing people out there who believe in an artist's vision and will just go, yeah, you do you. And when it's right, when they, when, when, they get that, when they get that balance right of a label helping out the artist, it'll just fly and it'll just go. And I, there's loads of examples of that. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, pros are uh, the dough, the dollar, dollar, what, what, the money, money, who, eh, hey, money, hey, money, hey, hey, what, what, hey, hey. yeah, yeah, it's basically <laughs> a glorified loan now, you know. And mm-hmm. if you want to be seen or heard, unfortunately, dough still speaks, man. Instagram, Facebook, all of it, you can't get the views you used to get without advertising now. And it's it's an, unless you've got like a cat shagging a sheep and it goes viral naturally, but <laughs> <laughs> but you got to put dough behind it, and um, that's what labels are great for. And music videos, if you know if you need help with that, and if you need producers, like, they've got a black book of, of of mix engineers and producers who who they can help you out, and they can make your music sound so much better. So yeah, they're great for that. They're great for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but just don't listen to them too much. Yeah, yeah. Did did you did you used to get like a bit nervous to like 
show them your music or like show someone your music because it's then like oh they're gonna take something away and then you're like oh fuck do I even oh, yeah. know what yeah do you know what I mean yeah I just I just got I just sent boys to boy from Ange- boys to men boy from Ma- oh my god oh my god oh my god stop I just sent boy from Manchester to my label mm-hmm. and I was like oh are they gonna like this are they gonna tell me that and he's doing intro and I'm now 32 I'm like I don't give a fuck what you say yeah. because I love it but uh-huh. I would have taken what whatever the A&R label said way more literally back in the day and would have changed and chopped up the thing. And who knows? Maybe it did make the song better for radio, for Spotify. I don't know. But who knows? I think I think I'm going to get more joy and pleasure out of just doing what I want to do. You know, I like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely get nervous because you're showing something, showing your art, you're showing your your your, in, your innards to someone. Yeah. And, and that's why I get scared of like showing unreleased stuff to like friends or family because once that someone says that one thing your whole your whole mind is like oh fuck like do i need but, to change that now i know it's the worst that's why even all though music... you loved it even though you yeah. loved it before that one little opinion loved it i think yeah <sighs> it's scary <That's, laughs> all all art should be created in a vacuum that's how i feel Okay. I think the best things that you'll hear online or on whatever were created in a small little vacuum between musicians in a studio or in a bedroom. And they went, this is cool. Let's put this out because we think it's cool. And then they got it right and it's, and it's dope. I think when you have too many cooks in, mm-hmm. in, in something, it can, it'll be good, but it won't hit as hard because it won't be as, uh, it won't be as focused and direct and weird and kooky or whatever it was it's been diluted you've added water to it opinions are water keep adding yeah. water to the to the ribena it's going to mm-hmm. taste like water eventually which is mad bland and yeah, yeah. bare people drink water but do they remember it nah uh, do you remember it <laughs> when, do you remember drinking day. water last <laughs> no <laughs> do you remember the last time you had sweet ribena yes <laughs> That's a great metaphor. That's I'm taking that one. That's great. That's great. That's the quote of Younger. Oh, quote God. of Younger. Really love Chatting. that. Love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that with us about the music industry. Um, you okay. 20-year-olds. Yeah, to the, twen- the, to the 20-somethings. There you go. Um, one, of my fav- one of my favorite ever albums, by the way, was Jamie Cullum, 20-something. You heard it? Oh, I haven't. That should be yeah. the, um, the theme should be the theme song. music. Yeah, uh, yeah, whole album of covers. That's how I discovered a bunch of cheese. There's a wicked cover of Fronting uh, by Pharrell. I was oh, just fronting, you know that I'm oh. carrying on. Do you know what I mean? uh, oh, I love that fucking song. I haven't yeah, it's so good. Listen to Jamie Cullum 20 something. Listen to Jamie Cullum's version. Okay, it's dope. okay, okay, okay. Perfect. perfect. <clears throat> okay, let's talk about pre COVID times, the younger tours. Oh God! Aww, the good times. The good. I remember times. watching your tour vlogs. That made oh, yeah. me want to vlog, you know. Watching did it? Your tour vlogs, yeah. No it really way. Did. Yeah, and watching you just like living life. Yeah. Like obviously everyone would like you had people filming you. You weren't holding the camera like I do, but mm. it's just so beautiful to like watch you just living life. Like you were touring, you were performing, right. you were making people's days, you were making people's nights, you were making people's years. Yeah. And, and it was just so beautiful to watch, and you just experiencing all these different countries. I really enjoyed those vlogs. That's yeah. awesome. I was when I was making them, I was like, is anyone going to watch these? So I mean, it's great that it's great that you did and found some inspiration from that. 
Yeah, I absolutely loved them, so I'm very glad you did. Thank you. Um, so where was your favourite place that you travelled to with the younger tours? I mean, it's funny, for this live stream that I'm doing, when's this going live? Um, probably next week. Oh. Too late. Maybe it's, still, maybe it's still open. My live stream is available for two weeks. Um, okay. So if you want to watch a live show, go on, my, go on my Instagram. on the back. It'll be in the bio. And I'm just putting together at the video. And we, and we, at young music. At younger underscore music on Instagram. And then um, if you if you put, um, no, and we were looking at the intro video and we were taking all the clips from the tour diaries. And going in to that thing, I was like, I used to do this every wow. month, every week. Like, what? I was watching me get on a plane and just like hug the taxi driver and being like, what? No I used mask. to no mask he's holding up a sign with young and i just got my arm around him and got other people just taking pictures and everyone's like Whoa. i was watching it going that isn't me and that's a different universe that must be a movie i must have dreamt and, that and you didn't know what was to come how sad is that like we were all like touching each other and it was fine yeah. you don't know what's around the corner you don't know what's around the corner but you know what if you could say that about right now because next year it might be all normal again Hopefully. Right. So right now we could be anyway. So the most, <laughs> the, the most amazing place that I I I go to is is India. And I've been there a couple of times. Oh yeah, you said you love India, innit? it? I India and South America, I've got a close competition. Okay. And of like my favorite places in that both of them, I just have the best time, and the people are so nice. Everyone's just so welcoming and so awesome and the cultures are so beautiful and old and ancient and like Love. just like grounded in such beautifulness and mm. i'm just like i just like being there and the heat is awesome <laughs> the sun is great yeah um and in so india and south america the music there in each place blows my mind when i watch indian musicians singing ragas and like tablas and because they learn it as like a birthright it's their different, they do music for different reasons. They do it for like, it's almost like a religious thing. Like they go into a school of tabla and they do it from six. Um, they can't be a master of it till they're like 40. You know what I mean? That's wild. Same with vocals. So the, the music, when you watch someone, a traditional folk Indian player, they're like, it's like, they are the tabla. They Legit. are the drum. Yeah. They, it, it's, it is them. And then with the South American, the rhythms, and the dancing and the, the the heat of it all and the cowbells. So much cowbell over there. Cowbells. Oh my god, cowbells available is that in the merch. Is, is, <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> cowbells are available. Is that what made you fall in love with the cowbell? Uh, no, I think I was in love with it before, but when I got okay. to South America I was like, Oh my god, these people like cowbell too. I love that. Love that. Amazing. Um, yeah, those two places just blow my mind. Beautiful places. Wow, you know what? It makes me want to watch your younger diaries again. I'm gonna watch all of them after this podcast and Do just it. cry. I'm just gonna come. <laughs> yeah, like wow, that life, complete that life. life. Maybe if I'll do you, it again. I don't know. You used to do that, like yeah, like, you were like touring, traveling. I remember watching you and like Dario has the life. Yeah, <laughs> like he is living his best life. I really was. You I were really, living. And now really you're was. still living your best life, but in a different way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, honestly, that oh my, that's a really, really interesting point because 
I could look at those tour diaries and get really sad and I could go, that life was so cool and I was making money and I was on the road and there were people adoring me and there were people at shows and all mm-hmm. this. And I would, and I, you could get quite upset by that. But then if you just look around at what I'm doing right now. I'm in Wales by the beach, my girlfriend, I'm just chilling. It's beautiful what I'm doing right now. Exactly. It's absolutely amazing. I wake up and I'm really happy and I'm like, yeah. It's so easy to get caught in a trap of if you look back too much of like, oh, yeah. that was better. Um, and it's funny, I woke up in a funk the other day. It was like, I just, for some reason, I was just not in a good mood. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if you ever yeah, had yeah. one of those moods. Yeah, those just, days, yeah. I just wasn't in a good mood. I was like, I don't know why. It must have been something to do with music or a mix or something. And it was just mm-hmm. bugging me. So I was like, right, I'm going to take this day off and watch movies, feel sorry for myself. Mm-hmm. And next morning, I was like, all right, I'm going to have, co- I went into the shower every morning. I turn it cold for 30 seconds. At the end. Yes. <clears throat> Go on. And I was just in, then I went, get off me. <laughs> and I just fucking shook it off me. I came out of there singing, dancing, a cartwheel down, a backflip downstairs. Backflips. And you felt so much better. Felt great. Felt wow. great. If you have a mood, you know it's almost great? like. You listen to your body. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe I'm lucky enough to be able to just take a day off and not, and just do it. But, if you can, mm-hmm. if you feel like even a bad mood, just accept it. And just the next day, mm-hmm. get up, try to shake it off. Um, yeah. I don't know how we got there, but we're there. We're there. Um, looking back, looking back looking at back. your tour diaries. Yeah. Looking back <laughs> over my shoulder. I can see <laughs> the look in your eye. <laughs> it's such a this musical be, podcast. This will be, I know this is like the most musical podcast I've ever done. This will be like Guess the Tune podcast. Yeah, Guess the, Tune. Guess the Tune, guys. Oh my God. But yes, that was my life. And maybe it'll come back. Maybe it won't. If it ever does, I had an amazing mm-hmm. time and I'm going to love my life, whatever I do. Yeah, absolutely. And I completely agree with you have to look at your life now and also be thankful because you are also living your life now. Like I used to be stuck in a rut of like looking back on when I was on tour with Thriller mm. and I was touring everywhere. I was with my friends every yeah. day, just on stage every night. And yeah. I would get stuck in a rut where I was like, oh, that was my best times, so it my best years. But no, yeah. bitch, you're still living. You're still living your best life. Like, come on now. Still and then next year, it. you don't know what you're going to be doing. You could look back on these times and being like, oh my God, do you remember when we had all that time off and we were just like living and we were just hey. like making music. Exactly. Watching movies, you know? It, it, it is the classic like holiday blues. You don't know what you got. You don't know what you got till it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I, was, I was saying to Zoe, I was like, Yo, do you remember when we spent three months in Sweden and just walked around the woods and I just went in my studio in the pyjamas, had the best studio in the whole world. And, but when you're in it, you're like, this is cool. And you're like, oh, run out of coffee today. I'm going to have to drive to the coop. Oh. Thank you. But then when, you, when you're out of it, you look back and you're like, oh, that was a sick three months, man. Thank you. Yeah, and look this... at us, always looking forward, always looking yeah. back, but never yeah. living in the present. What the yeah. hell is what wrong with What the hell? Us? You know what? I was listening to a podcast and it said that we have been programmed to live in the future since the very beginning. Because Big from time. childhood, we're mm. there being pressured. What do you want to be when you're older? What do yeah. you want to do when you're out of school? What do you want to do when you graduate? What do you want to be when you're older? Are you crazy? Constantly. I don't even know what I want to be tomorrow. Yeah, you know it's I mean? crazy. But like crazy. It's, inst- it's, it's like installed into you, man. Really installed. early. Mm. 
so sad. They say that's like the worst thing to ask a ch- child, what do you want to be when you're older? Because how yeah. the hell did they know? Pressure. If you got kids, you got to let them just be present. Just present. P- present. <laughs> <laughs> okay, flipping now. We are chatting, aren't we? We're chatting um, breeze. Okay, <clears throat> next question. How do you keep yourself motivated during times like this? Like in the crazy COVID pandemic, you're still making music, you're in your studio at home, you're lucky to have a studio at home, you know. Um, how do you keep mm. yourself motivated? Um, I, I was thinking about this and I think, I think music is my motivation. Might nice. sound, music is my motivation. Hey, hey, that's sick. Hey, music is my motivation. Oh. <laughs> Music is my motivation. Wait, 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 wait. What's this? He's wait. making the song right now. Hey. Music hey. is my motivation. Come on hey, now, come on hey. now, come on now. Music is my motivation. Hey, hey. Music is my motive. Go. Music is my motivation. That's a sick hey. tune. This is a tune. You need to make that. Tune. Music is my motivation. <laughs> Whoa! I can see that up in the clubs, June twenty first. That's what keeps me motivated. Aww, that's that's I it. That. I th- also I don't know what, I don't know how to do anything else, so it's the only thing I can do. There are some days where I'm like, don't want to do music today, and I just I just read a book or I watch a movie or I go for. I love being in nature. Absolutely mm-hmm. love being around trees, mountains beaches just anything green and natural and that's been there millions of years i'm all about it mm-hmm. um so yeah walks bike rides cycling meditation um i haven't got into yoga that much um not sure why maybe i will but i just can't get into the groove of yoga for some reason um okay zoe loves yoga right yeah zoe's a bit into it she doesn't do it that much but when she does she does a good good session she like reignites the love for every Nice. every couple of days um but i i i just if i try and if i'm not feeling creative i try and just play an instrument and maybe i'll just mm-hmm. practice my fingering on a on a guitar scale or or, or something yeah i just music it's just yeah. music so. i love that and like if you're not feeling creative would you like wake up and just play music and just like listen to music does that like keep you going as well no, I would never listen to music. Sometimes listening to music can bum me out. Oh, really? Yeah, if I if I listen to Spotify, like New Music Friday, I'll get bummed out because I'm like, half me goes, I don't like this and this is what's the most popular thing. Right. So I go, I'm probably not going to be in these lists because, oh. and then I'm like, what's the point in making music? What's and the point in my life? Like spiral, yeah. And then I'm like, who am I? Yeah. Wow. I go down, yeah, I go down that. Other times I listen to it when I'm like producing a tune, when I'm in a good mood, I'm like, oh, that production's sick. Oh, that song's sick. And I'll, and I'll actually find a bunch of sick tunes. But if I listen to it when I'm not feeling creative or not in a good mood, it can okay. really send me down a rabbit hole. Fuck, man, that's interesting. Wait, question. Do you feel like now you can't really listen to music and enjoy music sometimes then? Yeah, 100%. Because it's, like, it's your craft now and it's like, fuck. Like, wow, yeah. that's very interesting. I'm like... Oh, I can't make drums sound like that. You know what I mean? Instead of going, that's a yes. sick drum sound. I'm like, how do yes. they do that? But you know, there's also amazing songs and I can't explain what they are. If I hear it, it'll make me want to run to an instrument and just try and write a song. There's some songs okay. that make that make me go, I want to write music because it's usually like something beautiful and simple. 
and yeah. s- and they sound like the creator is having fun and they're free and i'm like oh i, I want to do that um but there's other music that yeah that when i listen to it i just judge i judge it and then i either get annoyed that i can't do it or i or i'm annoyed that it's that it's bad or i think it's bad yeah and that it's popular right okay wow. so i try and find the love and the creation and 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 the love in everything but sometimes mm. i'm just a dickhead <laughs> i'm just a dickhead we're human we're all human we're do you know what i mean Daria. you know what i mean um okay let's talk about let's talk about lippa Dario oh, went to lippa everyone liverpool institution for performing arts oh wow i've got a lot of friends that went to lippa actually i love lippa i like you Lippa. you do yeah, I have got a few friends that went to Lipper. Yeah, Sick. it's a good. I've heard it's a great uni. It's amazing. Uh, can I just state that I got a first? You have to say that. You have to tell everyone he's got a first. And got you a met first. Paul McCartney, right? Uh, met Macca. We had a little songwriting session together, and he was like, "You know, I like your dad. He's really cool. His song Annie, I'm Not Your Daddy' got me through a pretty bad breakup." <laughs> no, he didn't. Why do I not know this story? <laughs> I don't I feel like I never told you. Man, I, I think I told Dad. I must have told Dad. But yeah, I played him Sunshine, our band picture book. Yeah, the sunshine, I am the mountains. And um, he's like, yeah, this song's groovy, man. This song's groovy. No. And he's like, not. is it right that your dad's cuckoo? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, I love his music. Yeah, and he said that, and I'm not your dad. He's like, it's a great song. Got me through a bad breakup. It got him through a breakup. Yeah. Isn't that How, wild? Uh, or, or something to do with someone claiming that he was a dad. Oh. Some some kid came out saying that Paul McCartney's a dad and he used to listen to that song and laugh about and it. And yeah, I'm not your daddy. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> I love that story. As if you've only just told me now, I live my 25 years know. without knowing that. That's wild. You're 25? Wild. Yeah, yeah, I'm 25, there you Um. So, yeah, so let's talk about your Lipper experience. If there was a young musician out there ready to start Lipper, ready to begin Lipper, yeah. um, what would you tell them? I would tell them that to not go during COVID if you're going to do things on Zoom, it is absolutely pointless doing university on Zoom. Pointless. <laughs> Actually, I say that I don't know because I'm not doing it, but I'm just going from first experience. The only the only thing that I learned from Lippa, Lippa was an amazing place and some amazing teachers. The, the main thing I learned, in fact, it wasn't even learning. The main thing that happened was I met all of my crew. I met my tribe. I met you my did. people. They all came from all parts of the world and we all met and we went, oh, you're the people that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. That's what it was like. Wow. And yeah, I love a bunch of people in Manchester, still hang out with some friends back in the old days. But it was like the core crew. I was like, ah, oh, it's these are the people. And, you know, you can't really do that on Zoom, can you? You can't. You know what I mean? You want to go to a club. You want to go to a bar. You want to get fucked. You want to get, you want to do naughty things and be <laughs> I knew silly. you going to go down there. <laughs> you want to get laid. Yes, you want to get laid. And you have those you memories know, together. Going to the clinic in the morning is is one of the things that, that you'll is always a remember. <laughs> you'll always remember it. Yes, remember that time. And then I, I went to the clinic. I, and remember. Yeah. And then I went to text everyone you've, you've been with and be like, "This is super embarrassing." But 
It's all about those stories, man. And I honestly feel for the people in college and uni right now I, doing it I, I over really, fucking Zoom. Our little sister, Ilsa, when, we, when I see her screenshots of her on Zoom, I'm like, but like, Zooms are exhausting because you're in front of a, uh, a laptop, a, right? Yeah, screen. And doing that from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. has got to be bad for your like, eyes nah. or your brain. Something. Yeah, that's why you need blue light glasses, everyone. Blue light glasses. Um, also, learning dance, learning harmonies. When you're, when I went to practice room in, in Lippa and I was around some amazing musicians, just soaking in their energy and their knowledge of the of chords and how to sing and how to drum, you that is priceless. That is absolutely priceless. Being in that room, and I, I can imagine it's the same for dance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Being in a studio. It's just mm. another kind of energy and being on Zoom trying to learn it. No, 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 yeah. no, no. I would, no, 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 no. I would honestly say postpone your year. Wait. Yeah. Wait. And uh, if you're a dancer, singer, musician, do that for a year. If you can stay at your mum's house, stay at my mum's house. Yeah. If you can do that, then then do that for a year. So, uh, I know it's a very privileged thing to say, but if you do have a, uh, a parent's house, a family house, mm-hmm. that you can stay at, live rent-free, do it for a year and then go to uni next year when everything's opened up. Absolutely. Because, because there's yeah. nothing like being in that studio. There's nothing like being around those. It's so different mm. being around people than being mm-hmm. on a flipping screen to them. I know, I know. Also, you know, uh, you meet four people and you start a band and you all go, oh, let's do a gig in the Magnet. And then you all do a gig that night and everyone comes, all your mates, and you're like, oh, this is sick, you're all getting drunk. And then you learn things and you learn gigging and being on stage and, and selling tickets, being your own promoter. All these things I learned in wow. uni without even knowing I was learning. Um, mm-hmm. but, but I think, oh, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. That's all. No. Lippo yeah. was amazing. I absolutely loved it. I'm very glad that was a good experience. I also agree when you said um, that when you meet your people, you know, because mm. like obviously you went through school and mm. met some great people, but when you went to Lippa and you were around mm. creatives, it's like, ah, these are the people that I'm going to be spending my rest of my life with. That and that's was exactly it. how I felt when I entered Thriller, when I said, ah, Sick. these are the people that are going to be in my life forever. That was your yeah. R moment, the R yes. moment. Yes, yes. And you do feel it when you're around those energies and it's like, oh, these yeah. are my besties. These yeah, are yeah, people yeah. I should have been around, you know? So yeah, it 100. is very different. Um, th- yeah, I just feel sorry. For- Shout out to you, Ilsa. We love you. Shout out to anybody doing courses on Zoom right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uni. High school. Tia's doing it, isn't she, for school? Yeah, Tia, little Tia doing school over a laptop. Wowza, Bowser. Like, can you remember like your year 11, like, you know, when GCSEs and you're about to finish school and you just get pissed on the park and, and it's you, you're summer. like, it's summer, everyone's, everyone's signing your signing shirts, t-shirts. You, it's the greatest time of your life. It's the greatest time of your life. I'll never, I'll never forget that summer. We used to get drunk on the parks. But you know what? For people watching, listening, sorry, there's, it's not the be all and end all. There'll be hope. There'll be an amazing, there'll be amazing years when things open up and you do party again, it'll be like, Two years in one. So actually, maybe they'll be the people going, yo, you, you <laughs> yes. guys are suckers. You didn't experience the two-year party in one year and it'll be like the greatest thing ever. I don't know. Yeah, actually, yeah. they could be actually winning. We never know. Yeah. They could be. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not, it's, not, it's not the worst thing. You got this. You got this. Okay. Yeah. So what was your favorite gig in your whole younger experience, your favorite gig? Um, I, I always go back to this one because it's been an amazing, amazing ones. But the most amazing one was 
in Glasgow on my 28th birthday. It was at the it was at the Brixton no the O2 Brixton I'm talking about it was at the O2 Academy, <laughs> and I think the room had like a 500 cap, and it was like a 14 day Europe tour. It was when a first tour. And it was all new and out my system and sweet disposition just blown up. And I was like, oh, my God, there's people wanted me to sign autographs for them. And the, the whole thing was new. And I got to Glasgow. Every, every show had been sold out. Glasgow sold like 23 tickets. Right. And it was my birthday and it was raining and it was Glasgow. And I was like, oh, this bit of shit. Anyway, walked on stage and the 23 people were having the best time of their entire life, as was I. And it turned into one of the most memorable, amazing shows because it was like, oh, not every, uh, this isn't sold out, so it's us here and we're going to have a sick time. And those Glaswegians, when they want to party, I think... They, they fucking yeah, party. I think about six or seven people went to the bar because you could just walk to the bar and come back with like six shots, seven shots, handed it out to Ash, me. and It's when I had James and Ash in the band. Stop and it. you know during the set we just knocking back these shots and I have people on stage and I was just we were singing happy birthday as the dance suite was going oh, on I've got goosebumps yeah and we all just went out partying afterwards and it was just I'll just never forget it because I thought it was going to be shit because it was yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the first tour birthday yada yada yeah. and then we got the, and, and it just goes to show you can make any situation amazing if, if you're into it yeah oh I love so, that I really love yeah. that yeah. Oh, okay. We're coming to the end of the podcast now, oh my Dario. God. Oh my god! Oh my god! Um, we have two questions left. That I ask oh every guest god. on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um. So this one. What are your favorite songs or albums at the moment that are on repeat? What are on the playlists? What are on the Spotify playlists of yours? Okay. So. As you know, I don't really listen yeah. to music. Um, but every now and again, I do get sent something that's fucking cool or sick. Um, um, I'm just going through my thing, hoping that I find one of those things that I think is awesome. You're a Spotify guy, aren't um, you? You're on Spotify. I'm trying to get everyone on Spotify. I'm a Spotify guy, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you who is just incredible. I, I wish I could pronounce his name properly. Wow. What's his name? Oh, wait. Just say it. No, Sonal Musician. Sonal Musician. Sonal Musician. Sonal Musician. Sonal Musician. Can you spell that for us? Sun (laughs) dash L E L and then Musician. Okay. Um, He just brought a new album out and it's like African house dance. Oh, sick. And it's just... Yeah, and the vocals and the fl- and he brought out a live stream video of him performing it with the singers. Okay. And oh, I love when music does this to me. I was looked staring into the eyes of the singer and I just, you know, when you're mesmerized and you get goosebumps and you're like, yeah, this is speaking to my soul. Wow. This, and I was listening, watching this thing going, I want to be inside and around and on. And with this music, yeah. whatever's going on yeah. is the most beautiful experience of my life. And that's the last time that happened um, was this guy, some old musician. He's just incredible. The new album. Oh, wow. Any time that, yeah, if I'm like, if I'm chilling or, you know, playing a bit of Scrabble uh-huh. on a Sunday, <laughs> that'll go on. Scrabble on a Sunday. That's a song. Yeah, man. It's, it's a, 
Yeah, Scrabble on a Sunday. I wanna be Saturday on a Sunday. Baby got a Saturday on a Sunday. Okay, I'm I'm gonna download that. Yeah, 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 and check out the YouTube live video of it because the 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 singers come on and do it, and it's just it's just it's like listening to Mother Nature sing to you. Wow, I like that. I like that. Okay. I'll check him out. Thank you so much. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to send you the, the exact song. Yeah, send me. Thank you. Um, okay, we've come up to the last question of the podcast. I mm-hmm. ask all my guests this, but usually my guests are closer to um, the age. Uh, <laughs> one savage. thing. Savage. One thing you would have said to yourself entering your 20s. Oh, firstly, floss more. Oh, interesting. Floss two times a day, bro. Sick. You know what? I'm going to go buy floss after this. From 25 to 32, I've had two root canals, seven fillings, and it's not fun. No. And it's not cheap. Oh, shit. I'm going to buy floss right now. And it's all floss. Floss. Okay. It's annoying because you've got all your fingers and they all get smelly. It's disgusting. It makes my gums bleed. Is that normal? No, that means you got gum disease, bruv. It means you need to clean that <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to... And I would also say, um, when you walk into Island Records, deliver them an album and release it. Wow. And then just disappear. And just disappear. But you know, disappear, dis- disappear, dis- disappear, dis- disappear. I always think though, I'm always like, damn, we should release an album. What if, right? I'd released an album. I'd got so big and so famous that now I'm super depressed. I'm an alcoholic and I'm just in my swimming pool on a lilo, just down in vodka. Like, can't write anything better than my first album. Is that where I want to be? That is some real shit. Yeah, man. Because is that where you really want to be? You're exactly where you should be. Because if you did do that, you could have a drug addiction right now. You could be fucking... Mm. You wouldn't have your beautiful girlfriend, beautiful yeah. sausage dog. You wouldn't be walking yep. the beaches at half 7 a.m. Yep. You could Do be you know what I mean? drowning in the pool. You might want to jump off a cliff. Drowning in the pool or, or... Or, you know what? Yeah, or more subtle than that. Creatively tormented at not being able to create something maybe as good, or maybe I would be, or maybe I would. You just don't know. You just don't know. So the f- fact is, what's the point in changing it? And what's the point in thinking about it? Um, it's just to really appreciate what you got around you right now, because it's what you're meant to have around you. Unless you're in a really shit situation, and you should change it. But you know, mostly it's yeah. like, yeah, that's what, really beautiful. Yeah, unless you are unhappy and you've got. And you're mm. putting your happiness to the side, then that's then, it. That's yeah, it. Change that shit. But change that shit. Yeah. But if you're happy, the health is and there. And you know it. Clap your hands. <laughs> Fuck you, that. How many tunes did we name in this podcast? One thing I do know. One thing is one hundred percent certain. Fact. Floss more. I'm going to get floss right now. Yeah. Plus more, drink less. Drink alcohol less. Drink alcohol less. And wake up early. And go to sleep Nah, it's too many things. Just floss. 
no way just floss, just floss. okay yeah that could be too yeah it could be too overwhelming just floss perfect just floss. oh yeah. Dio. thank you so much for I've being on 20 something and clueless i've had such a fun time savannah thank you so much this honestly i needed this child a lot thank you very much really love this i know it's beautiful isn't it beautiful talking to people so beautiful i think dad will really like this episode shout out to you dad thank you for yeah. creating us papa bear thanks for your semen i am um, i'm gonna i'm gonna watch this is us <laughs> <laughs> yep yeah, you watch this is us i'm actually going to get my nails did um and then oh, i am um, have another podcast episode and then i will be watching this is us say Okay, thank you so Love much. Love you, Sam. Love you. Love you. Love you, bro. Ciao. Ciao. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to 20 Something and Clueless. I am glad you're here listening, feeding that brain, having fun with us. So thank you. I appreciate you. And if you are kind enough, if you could please leave a review, that means the world. It really helps my podcast grow. And send it to a friend or share it on your Instagram story because that way 20-something and Clueless can grow and it can get to more people, which is the goal. And also 20-something and Clueless has its own Instagram. If you could go follow it, it's at 20 and Clueless Podcast on Instagram. And follow me underscore savannah darnell that would be great also thank you again for listening and tune in next week for another episode Mwah. love you guys <laughs> <laughs>